Hi, I'm Melissa Shannon from DigitalScrapbookingHQ.com and I'm here with a series of inspirational interviews from creative types from throughout the world. Over the next few weeks, you're going to hear from a variety of wonderful scrapbookers, photographers, creative crafters, needleworkers. I hope you enjoy these interviews and if you want to hear more, you can sign up for True Scrap. Check it out at digitalscrapbookinghq.com slash Hi, I'm Melissa Shannon from digitalscrapbookinghq.com and today I'm joined by Katrina Kennedy from Capture Your 365 who's going to share a little bit about what she's doing for True Scrap 3 and a little bit about herself. Welcome, Katrina. Hi, Melissa. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad we could um, have time to chat. It's always challenging halfway around the world, but kind of exciting. <laughs> it is exciting. I'm glad we were able to figure it out. Okay. Well, for those that don't know you and your website, um, do you want to just share a little bit about what you do and how you got into the creative industry that you're working in now. Absolutely. I um, have CaptureYour365.com, which provides inspiration and ideas and support for people who are taking photos of their everyday life. That can be, include um, Project 365 if you're taking one every day. Mm-hmm. And I provide a lot of information about taking better photos of just your average daily events and moments and your your other question was about getting into the industry and you know it's kind of a funny it's kind of a funny story um Mm -hmm. I was on a creative team for a site and I was at an event sitting on a bus next to Debbie Hodge Mm -hmm. and she said to me have you ever thought about teaching photography and I'm really passionate about photography I, I love it I carry my camera everywhere and I just looked at her and said, that's, that's kind of a crazy idea, but I'm really intrigued. And she really was the catalyst for me to design classes. And I offered them um, for several years through her website and then just recently have brought them over to my own website and um, have loved it. I've lo- I love the interaction. I love helping people. And I love that they get to see immediate results. All right. So that's really interesting. So you, um, so what was your background before you started teaching photography? Were you a scrapbooker or how did you was, sort of? I was a scrapbooker. Yeah. I just was, you know, the, the kind of stereotypical scrapbooking mom. I, I got into digital scrapbooking after my son was born. I actually did a little paper scrapbooking before he was born. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once he arrived, you know, everything gets a little hectic and, and digital scrapbooking just really fit for me, and um, so I was just scrapbooking. That that was really it. That one, and that was that was always my intention was to just scrapbook and then to just help people improve their photography. I, I and you know teach a little bit. I I didn't really see the path that was going to happen for me, and um, opportunity arose to start the website and to really focus more energy and effort and time into um, Capture Your 365 and 
now we have a thriving community and idea lists that we post each month and and lots of fun stuff going on and I'm, I'm headed to Las Vegas in just a couple of weeks to to um, teach at Digi Scrapbook Palooza. Mm. Um, so lots of opportunity have come out of it. Oh, it's so exciting. Um, I even though I'm not doing what a lot of people think of when they think of your site, you know, Project 365, but I certainly get a lot of inspiration out of those those um, monthly and daily um, prompts that you have. They're just really creative. I don't know how you can constantly come up with them all, to be honest. <laughs> well, I'm glad you like them. And, and sometimes, you know, sometimes it is a, a little bit of work to come up with them. I try to, I try to write them really quickly and um, not think of, overthink it. Um, but I have to tell you for March, it is my one year anniversary of the site. So we're having a month long anniversary celebration. So the prompts um, have a little bit more of a theme to them in March. So I've, I have spent a lot more time, a lot more effort in this, in the March list and mm. um, actually have gone back, made sure I haven't duplicated any. Um, I have a couple of duplicates that I'm letting slide because it is a celebration month. Uh, <laughs> but this March has definitely been a little bit more work than past months have been. Mm. Oh, well, we'll be sure to link everyone over to your website so they can check out and find out how they can get a hold of the the prompts in the, the post for this um, interview for sure because that is um, something that a lot of people just love getting that little bit of inspiration every day or week or however you want to do it. So I know that you've taught at three True Scraps events, or this is your third, and what do you love about True Scrap that keeps you coming back? Well, I I have to say I love Lane, Mm. and um, she's a fantastic hostess. She brings it together um, with such energy and such happiness and really cares about everyone who is participating and uh, really delivers on everything she says she's going to deliver. Uh, and I also love the, the people who attend. Everyone is, is just excited and it's a, a fun environment. I can, I can have no shoes on, which is always a great benefit. Uh, it's just a, it's a fun forum with lots of great information. Oh, for sure. And I just can't, you know, imagine how, exciting you know it's going to be to have when you're teaching just the feedback from like several hundred people I mean compared to um, anything that well anything that we even probably hold in the whole of Australia we're going to be pushing to get that many people (laughs) to an event Um, it's certainly about 10 times as big as the largest event I've (laughs) taught at before that's for sure and and the great thing about it is it feels really intimate even though you have so many people mm. because you're you're able to have the the one-on-one um question and answer session and it it's just a really personal forum even though it is so big. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing how you can get that feel. And I mean the the classes I attended last True Scrap, it was it was great to you know, you've got the instructor right there and you're getting your questions answered and it's just, you know, everyone's popping in with their little helpful advice and 
it is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun for sure. So turning to your class for True Scrap 3, um, what's your class about and, and can you share a little bit of a, a taste of what, what you might have for us? Absolutely. Um, my class is called When the Lights Are Low and we're looking at low light photography. And um, I'm going to cover low light photography without adding flash because for, for most of us you know, who scrapbook, you know, mm. we're, we go to events where we can't use a flash or we don't have a flash or you're in the back of the auditorium of your child's performance and a flash wouldn't even help if you, you could use it. Mm. So we're going to look at a lot of tricks and tips, um, small things that you can do with the equipment that you have to get better low light photos. I'm going to show a couple of, of fun techniques that are a little more creative. They aren't just the, you know, um, bump your ISO up mm. and um, open your shutter speed longer. We're going to do a, some fun work with lights and um, really give people some tools so that they can get better photos. It's probably the, the question I get asked about most. You know, how do I shoot in, in low, low light? And so it's, it's fun to have an opportunity where I can bring all of my ideas together into one spot mm -hmm. and, and help people get better results. Yeah, for sure. And I know, I know that a lot of um, scrapbookers, you know, we, we sort of become addicted to the natural light and not using flash and stuff. So mm -hmm. I'm sure that this is going to be a class that, you know, anyone who takes photographs will get something out of it for sure. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm including a little piece on point and shoot and, and phone photography mm -hmm. since most of us, that, that's so much easier. You know, they're, they're in our pockets. It's easier than carrying around the big camera. It's obviously cheaper. Uh, so I'm, I've included a little section on that for some tips, um, especially with the, the phone. If, if you use an iPhone, there are a couple of things that a lot of people don't know about, um, their phone and how to get a different exposure so that you you can expose for a different area in your in your um, photo uh, to make the, the the to get the best advantage out of the light. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share those tricks. Oh well, I'll certainly be listening to that because I have just got a a new iPhone and I'm not one of the people with the DL DSLR either. So I'm sure I'm glad to hear that uh, it's going to have plenty for me as well. <laughs> <laughs> So I can see that a lot of um, scrapbookers or anyone who's taking photos really will love this class. It's, it's great. So while I've got you here, I just want to pick your brains for a minute and ask you what would be your uh, biggest tip or, or just a tip that you think you'd like to share with us about photography as you seem to be, you know, be full of brilliant ideas and inspiration so oh thank you <laughs> oh, the train I warned you about is about to go by okay <laughs> um my best tip for photography is actually the, the tip I always give is is pretty funny given the fact I'm teaching a low light photography class mm -hmm. uh, my best tip is to look for light you know mm -hmm. you have to have it for to take a photo um, and the best light you can find will will give you the best photo. Um, you know, and that that light's usually indirect light. It's not the bright sunlight. Uh, it happens in the morning or in the evening or in in open shade. 
Um, so, you know, that's always my go-to tip. Um, but I think also my, I have to say too, just shoot a lot. And that doesn't mean, you know, 17,000 photos every time you pick up your camera. That means just shoot frequently, take a photo every day, take a few photos every day, um, take a photo every other day, just keep your camera with you, keep looking through it because the more you use it, the, the easier it becomes to use, the more you know your way around the buttons um, and, and and the better your, your photos will be. And the, the, the more you begin to see the world differently through through your lens and it really does give you a result that you can be happy with. Mm. Oh, for sure. That's that's such a good idea. I mean, that's one thing I do love about having my small cameras is that it's just not that intimidating to pick them up and and have a play. And I know that I'm learning stuff about framing and composition and whatever else that I've I can practice. Yeah. You know, even even as I am without any special equipment or any fancy cameras. So, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. So each of the true scrap instructors I've been talking to has been able to share with us something that they, a small tip that they use to keep inspired or just a tip in general for creative people. For me, it's it's something, staying inspired is, it's a funny thing and I've, I've heard other people say it so it doesn't feel original. I feel, I feel like I should come up with some original brilliant thing. Um, but, but what really works is sometimes getting away from my camera, you know, mm -hmm. putting my camera down and just going out and doing something else. Um, I, I do a lot of yoga and I find that it, when I am in a rut, if I, you know, if I go to my mat or if I just you know, go for a walk, go outside and, and look at things differently, take a break from it, um, it, it always seems to, to spark something creative. I see things that I, I'd like to photograph when I could wander around with my camera and see nothing. Mm. And so that, that little, that little push, that little nudge is, is helpful sometimes. Mm. Just take a, take a break, take a breath and, you know, just see things around you and, and um, take them in. Mm. Exactly, exactly. I think we get so focused on trying to find things sometimes, trying to make them be there, that, that we have to step back and just let them let, let them be there when, mm -hmm. when they're ready to show themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So what's coming up for you in the next little while? I mean, you mentioned your life captured through the lens class that's coming up in March. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to share with the listeners about what you're doing in the next couple of months? Well, that the the classes coming to capture your 365 is really big. They've always been um, hosted at Debbie Hodges' site, mm -hmm. um, but now they will be at Capture Your 365. So we've I'll be um, offering exposure, which is uh, really the next class. The, after your life captured through the lens and exposure covers a little bit more of the technical side of, of getting a correct exposure. Um, it is a six week course. It is an 80 page ebook e that comes with that course. Oh, wow. mm -hmm. uh, it's just packed with information. It's a, a class I love to teach. I've taught it only once. So it's a relatively new course, 
um, but that will be happening in May. So I'm excited to be offering that one again. Yeah, that sounds totally awesome. Yeah, for sure. So where, what I'll do is I'll um, have links to the various things that you're up to and to your website, Capture Your 365, in the post for this episode and if anyone wants to learn more about Katrina you can head over there and if you're interested in attending Katrina's class or any of the other 14 classes that are on offer at True Scrap 3 you can head over to digitalscrapbookinghq.com slash true scrap and there you'll find all the information about um, how you can go ahead and sign up and um, some special offers too. So I just want to say thank you so much, Katrina, for your time. It's been really lovely to chat with you and hear a little bit of your of your story and and your excitement and ideas for for the upcoming True Scrap event. Say so thank you. Thank you, Melissa. It's been great chatting with with you too. I, I apologize for the train. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We understand. <laughs> If you've enjoyed hearing from Katrina Kennedy today, I know you'll love True Scrap 3. Katrina will be joined by 14 awesome teachers for this event. You can find out more information and save $20 off your registration by heading to digitalscrapbookinghq.com slash truescrap before the end of March. For show notes, links and more about Katrina Kennedy, head to scrapbookingpodcast.com slash six.